Listener Production. Hey everyone, I'm Madeline Palmer and welcome to this extra episode of The Briefing. As we all know, it's been bloody hot lately across many parts of our glorious country, with Australia recording its driest September since records began over 100 years ago. And it appears the bushfire season has already started in a number of our states and territories. What we need to do is to make sure that we minimise risk, that we maximise preparedness. And that is what uh, we are doing uh, between the Commonwealth and also state governments. That was our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, speaking today. It comes as out-of-control bushfires continue to threaten lives and homes on the New South Wales south coast, while just a few days ago, dangerous blazes ripped through parts of Victoria's east, with now rain offering some reprieve to locals. So who are the brave people actually fighting these fires? Many are just volunteers sparing their valuable time to help out. So it got us thinking, what is it actually like to be a volunteer during a busy bushfire season? So let's bring in QFS State Coordinator, Tony Johnston. I suppose a lot of volunteers actually give up their day work and respond to fires. You know, there could be the local plumber or mechanic or the, the salesman and things like that. And we ask for the community's patience when these people actually respond because they're the people that actually respond to the fires that pop up in your areas. And even with firefighters, they're trying to balance out their their work life, their family life, their other activities. They're also probably members of other associations and volunteer groups as well, so they're very busy individuals. Yeah, as you said there, Tony, they all have other lives. They aren't just volunteer firefighters, but just how vital is their service to the state's firefighting capabilities? So I even think about uh, volunteers across Australia. Volunteers are very crucial to emergency services, especially firefighting, um, because that's where you get your surge capability. I, I couldn't employ enough people to sit around in case a fire popped up, um, and that's the benefits of local volunteer brigades. The local volunteer brigades know their capacity, they know their risks, they know their community. When a fire pops up, they know the landholder, they can basically get on a fire reasonably quickly with the support of the organisation. Okay, so that's Queensland, but what about other states and territories? Scott Turner is the Director of Regional Services and Operations at the Country Fire Service in South Australia. Yeah, look, uh, for most people across CFS, uh, it's about giving some time to undertake some training and get kitted in the appropriate protective clothing so that they can support their community. CFS volunteers uh, across the state in some areas train every week and in other areas it's every other week. But importantly, the training is about making sure that our volunteers are safe to respond to emergencies. While in Victoria, it's the country fire authority who fight bushfires and also assist in other emergencies across the state. So we spoke to CFA Chief Officer Jason Heffernan, who says volunteers are not just required on the front line. Uh, being a volunteer firefighter, uh, many people sort of think it's just a you know, traditional holding the hose, getting onto the back of a truck. Uh, that sort of stuff. In some instances, it can be couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, yes, we do have firefighters, and we do need firefighters. Uh, but we also have people uh, and need people to to do catering, to do uh, logistics, to do command and control, uh, sitting in incident control centres, uh, working the radios, um, you know, doing fire fire behaviour analysis, so fire prediction, path um, planning. Um, yeah, we've got volunteers loading aircraft uh, yeah, on, on the airfields, uh, filling the uh, filling the large air tankers and our uh, what we call the seats, the single engine air air tractors with with retardant and water and all those sort of things. So there's a role for everyone uh, in emergency management, and certainly 
uh, within CFA, we, we say there's no role that can't be done by a volunteer. All right. So in WA, the Department of Fire and Emergency is in charge of all the bushfire operations across the state. So DFES has 26,000 volunteers across all its services. And Deputy Commissioner of Operations Craig Waters says WA is a massive area to cover and takes a unique approach to keeping the state bushfire safe. We have two distinct fire seasons, obviously one in the north and one in the south of the state. And being uh, such a large state, 2.6 million square kilometres, the largest emergency management jurisdiction in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, they play a, a critical role in our service delivery to the community and uh, in actual fact respond to over 90% of our incidents uh, uh, across the state. So they're pivotal to providing the service we do to the community. Craig says they're always looking for volunteers as well. Especially in remote towns, obviously continually looking for volunteers to come up so they can just contact their local brigade group or unit and whatever they want to be involved in. It doesn't have to be frontline operations. You can There's a myriad of, of opportunities to do support roles. Uh, this, they can also contact the DFIS website and there's information on uh, the various brigades, groups and units that are actively seeking volunteers to be part of their membership. Corey McDonald is actually one of the many volunteers in WA and he says responding to bushfires has been made a whole lot easier because of an app that DFES uses. On the app there's three options, you can green thumb, red thumb or orange thumb, which basically means, yeah, be good, end the station. Red, what can't make it. Orange is, I'm available if needed. And so push green, make your way, drive down to the station and you get on the truck and go. Isn't technology amazing? While in New South Wales, the Rural Fire Service is made up of about 70,000 dedicated volunteers across the state, which according to the RFS is the largest volunteer fire service in the world, many of which have been responding to bushfires that are currently burning on the state's south coast right now. But do we actually have enough volunteers on the books ahead of the upcoming bushfire season? Well, let's bring back Scott Turner from the CFSSA to answer this question. The Country Fire Service volunteer numbers have been reasonably stable uh, now for about the last 15 or 20 years. However, what we are seeing, as with many of the rural communities, is an ageing demographic. So we're seeing our members are getting older. Uh, back in the early days when I joined, the average age of a member was in the early 30s. If we look now, it's in their late 40s. So we're encouraging people of all ages to continue to volunteer for CFS. But importantly, across many of the areas, we're looking for people that are available during the day to support our transient populations um, and also younger parts of our community to come on and pick up some really valuable and vital skills to help not only them through their life's journey, but their neighbours, their family, their friends and their community during their time of need. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that, that you're hoping for people of all ages and people that are available during the day. So that kind of makes me think of even people that are studying, uh, people at uni and younger people that have a little bit of spare time during the day, not just in the evenings, to help out. I'm sure you'd love to see younger people get involved. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Anyone over the age of 18 is... Uh, has the opportunity to become a CFS volunteer. For people that are interested, their initial training course takes one weekend and that gives them the basic safety to get onto a fire appliance and work with our highly trained firefighters. It also gives them the opportunity to be part of that local community network across the CFS um, and gives them some really useful skills. So after one weekend, that allows them 
to go out and support firefighting operations, but it also, for many of our younger people, starts a journey for an emergency services career or volunteer career for many people that last a lifetime. But as well as an ageing population, Jason from the CFA in Victoria, who we heard from earlier, admits services have actually seen a decline of volunteering in recent years. I think it's systematic of of, of life, uh, to be honest. Um, conditions are very different at the moment. We know, uh, yeah, the cost uh, cost pressures uh, and pressures on people's times is very different uh, from what they might have been 10, 15, even 20 years ago. That has forced organisations such as the CFA to, I guess, reimagine volunteering a bit, uh, have a think about if someone has a particular, you know, an hour or two to give a week, how best can we... Uh, take the time that people are prepared to give and put it to great use uh, in service to the community. Um, it's about being more flexible uh, to the needs of people and their volunteer wishes and doing it in a way that is 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 different. And I think that's where our community expects us to, to start thinking about. So it's incumbent upon um, emergency services and volunteer agencies like the CFA uh, to start thinking about what is a new way of volunteering and what is a new model to I guess, best capture people's desires to volunteer in the community. But look, it's not too late to put your hand up to help this year. All the fire services we spoke to advise anyone interested to visit their website for more information about volunteering or just visit their local brigade in their town. And Corey, the volunteer firefighter who we heard from earlier, has this advice for anyone thinking of getting involved. Just do it. Yeah, it's great. It's a good way to make new friends. You have a sense of camaraderie with your brigade. Yeah, it's one of the best things I've ever done and just uh, the volunteer aspect of it all um, just really makes you feel good that you're doing something for your community and um, yeah, let's do it. That's all we have time for in this extra episode of The Briefing. I'm Madeline Palmer and Tom and the team will be back in your feed tomorrow morning from six. Listener.